Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. February 20th, 2018. Welcome to episode number 461 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite topic of all time here in the radio network, that being, of course, professional wrestling. First, first off, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing, our, bringing you our wrestling news and views here tonight which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. That is, of course, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> also, on the, on, the, of course, on the TalkShoot chat box here tonight, bringing us today in wrestling history, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, John, of course, is a, uh, the first 2016 Hall of Famer, and he's also a part of the team that brings you Raw Radio. Also joining us on the chat box here tonight, of course, is a newly inducted 2018 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the rattlesnake himself, the one and the only Anil Patel is also joining us as well. Let's bring J.D., John, and Anil right here in as we get set to have an explosive and dynamic evening here on episode 461 of Revolution. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> of course, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed is coming from our tribute group to, of course, Team Extreme itself, Jeff and Matt, the Hardy Boys. You can join us for our live video feed for episode, Revolution episode 461 on uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Hardy Boys, B-O-Y-Z, forever. <clears throat> and if you want to join us through, of course, our uh, talk to your chat box tonight. As a uh, phone number is always one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound and magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to comment on anything that we have to discuss here this evening. And uh, before we go into what we'll be talking about tonight, I do see we have another addition here coming in. He is of course a fellow Western Pennsylvanian, of course, of JDs. He's also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio and also a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is, the, he is of course, known as the, also known as the Heartbreak Kid. And, of course, also, if you think of his nickname, folks, you got to think back to that classic 60 sitcom, Happy Days. Of course, with that one infamous character that always went, A. Hey. 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie has also joined us here as well. We do, we do welcome Fonzie in as well to number 461 of Revolution. Fonzie, of course, welcome. Thank you. Yes, sir. And in addition to our rest of news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we'll, of course, be talking about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Of course, the uh, go-home show, I guess you could say, for this Sunday's Elimination Chamber. Live, I'm sure this episode of Raw did make... Uh, some sort of statement as far, as far as all those involved in matches at the Elimination Chamber this Sunday. We'll talk more about that here in just a few moments. And also, of course, some wrestling extras, you know, coming your way. You never know what, we'll be th- what, we'll, what, we, what we will be doing. There you go. I'll say it in a minute. But, of course, we'll be having some fun here, of course, as, always, as we do each and every night here, folks. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get things going here with our wrestling news and views. Here to go ahead and get us going here from King Ice to start us off. Is the Iceman JD Jared D. Geralmo. JD, what's going on in the wrestling news scene this evening? Jeff Jarrett recently told TMZ.com that he was invited to join the WWE Hall of Fame in January. Not sure when and where it happened and how it happened, but we'll keep you informed. Meanwhile, Stephanie McMahon will make a rare podcast appearance on the Chasing Glory podcast tower with Lillian Garcia hosted by her probably in the next couple of days. Meanwhile, Buddy Murphy, however, is set to make his 205 Live debut tonight, however, on the uh, WWE uh, 205 Live show. In addition to that, Charlotte Flair will be pulling double duty tonight, however, not only on SmackDown, which she will be teaming up with her good friends Naomi and Becky Lynch against the Ride Squad, if you will, but also, ladies and gentlemen, she will be teaming up with the glorious one Bobby Roode, however, mind you, however, as they will be taking on the team of Nia Jax and Apollo. Apollo, of course, being Apollo Crews, as he dropped the name from that late yesterday as the WWE decided to make it happen. Murphy will take on Arya Davari, however, meanwhile, however, while Jack Gallagher, the nerd Mary Poppins wannabe, will be taking on Mustafa Ali in the final first-round match. Among the people who have moved on to the second round include Cedric Alexander, TJP, Kalisto, Roderick Strong after winning last week, Mark Andrews, and Drew Gulak. And, uh, like I said, well, the final first-round match of the Mixed Match Challenge uh, tonight. And as far as anything else to report, however, there's not much else to report, however, but we will have the Raw rating, however, for you tomorrow or Thursday due to the President's Day holiday. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O.G.R.T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 <clears throat> – yeah, that's right uh, – Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print right here in the radio network each and every night. And if it doesn't fit, of course, as always, they always find a way to make it fit. GTS's case, of course, has got the best way possible, as, of course, super glue and duct tape cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's go ahead and see what we have going on here in the uh, today here in wrestling history, courtesy, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. <clears throat> uh, first off, we do start off uh, 40 years ago today, which would put it at, I believe, 1978. Oh, boy. <laughs> a few months before I was born. Yeah, there you go. In New York City, Bob Backlund defeated superstar Billy Graham to win the WWF Championship. The win ended Graham's run at 296 days, at the time the longest championship run by a heel in company history. In a bit of, in a bit of irony, Graham, who used a foot on the ropes to win the title, was not saved by the foot under the ropes to lose it. Save for a one-week interruption by Antonio Inoki, Backlund would keep the title for the next five years, defending the championship against the likes of other superstars, including losing the title in December of 1983 due to controversy 
I'm back with the manager, Arnold Scullin. Backlund would recapture the title again in November of 1994 when he beat Bret Hart at Survivor Series in a submission match until losing the title three days later to Diesel at Madison Square Garden. We all remember that moment, yes. Uh, 29 years ago today, which would put it, I do believe, at 1989. Okay. NWA presented Chi-Town Rumble from the UIC Pavilion in Chicago with 8,000 in attendance and 130,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Three titles changed hands at this pay-per-view, with Mike Rotunda winning the NWA World Television title over Rick Steiner, Lex Luger defeating Barry Windham to capture the NWA United States title, and Ricky Steamboat defeating Ric Flair to capture the NWA World Heavyweight title. The match between Steamboat and Flair and Flair was rated a five-star match. No-brainer, right? I would agree with that. 26 years ago today, I uh, put it at uh, 1992. I believe that's right. Yeah, that's right. In Niagara Falls, New York, Intercontinental Champion Roddy Piper defeated WWF Champion Ric Flair in a steel cage match. Both the belts were not at stake in this match. 24 uh, years ago today, which would put it at, I do believe, 1994, WCW presented Super Brawl 4 from Albany, Georgia, with 7,600 people in attendance and 110,000 homes up from 95,000 homes from the 93 edition. There were two Thunderdome cage matches. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, Flying Brian, and Sting defeated Paul Orndorff, Steve Austin, and Rick Rude. That was the first one. And Ric Flair defeated Vader to retain the WCW World Heavyweight title with the Big Boss Man as a special guest referee. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue on, I do have to... I know we're just right early into the show here, but uh, I have to step away for just one second here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, J.D., I will be back here momentarily. Okay. And while Chad's stepping out, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number here, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is Tuesday, February 20th, 2018, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, do not forget, tomorrow night we will have a triple stacker for you, ladies and gentlemen. Beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, including the Movie Trivia Challenge. We'll talk about the latest movies, politics, sports, and movies, including the big movie, Black Panther, which took over $200-plus this past weekend, among other news headlines. Be sure to check that out tomorrow at 6.30. Then o'clock, of course, at 8 o'clock, join the Black Widow, the King of Kings, and the Iceman, along with whoever else joins on the debate table, 139925-POUND. And, of course, we'll be recapping SmackDown from tonight's show tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, here on Revolution. Same caller ID just after 9 o'clock, so be sure to check it out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Thursday, be sure to check out Top Heel Inc., ladies and gentlemen, however, at Thursday night, 14562-POUND, and Wolfpack at 138521-POUND as well. So be sure to check it out as well there this coming Thursday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however... We will be having a very special edition of Revolution this coming Sunday at 5 p.m., a few hours before the pre-show. Join the gang, of course. They will give you their predictions. And who knows, maybe some bets might be made along the way as well, however. Yes, indeed. Uh, great call there, J.D. Excellent job there. Thank you very much there, sir. Uh, just a quick quick step away, so back on here. Thank you very much there, sir. Uh, let's see, what did I leave off with? Yes, uh, 23 years ago today, we put it at, let me see, 1995, yes. On Monday Night Raw from Macon, Georgia, Sid Udi returned to the WWF as the bodyguard for Shawn Michaels. Sid last appeared in the WWF in April of 1992. After failing a drug test, he had just, he had, <clears throat> he had just before his WrestleMania 8 match with Hulk Hogan, which was the main event. 
Booty would be allowed to have his WrestleMania match with Hogan and went on the European tour following the event and where he took on The Undertaker at Rampage. Sid would be last seen on the national stage for WCW just before Starcade 93, but he got fired after having a near-fatal confrontation with Arn Anderson. Sid in the interim wrestled for the USWA, and he was also the challenger for the UWF World Heavyweight title at the infamous Blackjack Brawl in September of 1994. Sid would be Sean's bodyguard for a month and a half after he had proven ineffective for neutralizing Diesel at WrestleMania 11. Sean told Sid to take the night off. At the, rematch, at, the re, at the rematch at the first in your house, Sid would attack Michaels and deliver, deliver not one, but not two, but three power bombs to his former boss. Sid would wind up getting the title shot against Diesel <clears throat> and would have a good 1995 run, also joined the Million Dollar Corporation. He took a brief hiatus in the winter and spring of 96 until returning later that summer and won the WWF title for the first time at Survivor Series. John Michael's long eight-month reign as WWF champion and would win the title again in February of 97 over Bret Hart until losing the title at WrestleMania 13 to The Undertaker. Sid would leave the WWF in 1997. 19 years ago today, which would put it at, I do believe, uh, 1999. Yeah, that's right. On The Tonight Show. Uh, Bill Goldberg issued a challenge to wrestle or fight Stone Cold Steve Austin anywhere in the world. Even if it's in a back alley, the challenge would go back to Austin, and a few days later, as a guest on the Howard Stern Show, Austin responded saying that he that we can wrestle when Goldberg makes it to the big leagues. Ooh. The fight would not take place. As soon as Goldberg was ready to debut for the big leagues, Austin would retire from in-ring competition. His last match at WrestleMania 19 was against The Rock at Safeco Field, but Austin and Goldberg did have some encounters in the WWE when Austin was the coach, Raw general manager, alongside Eric Bischoff. At WrestleMania 20, Austin refereed Goldberg's match against Brock Lesnar, and where after the match, Austin stunned both men. Goldberg, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. That's it. Uh, let's see. 18 years ago today, we put it at the year 2000. WCW presented Super Brawl 2000 from the Cow Palace in San Francisco with 8,569 people being in attendance and 70,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. This show was also noted for an unannounced appearance by James Brown, an unadvertised appearance that cost WCW $25,000. Holy cow. And also something very graphic happened when Tank Abbott took on Big Al. The match was noted for Tank pulling out a knife and threatening to kill Big Al. This was actually a real thing that happened, believe it or not. Hmm. 17 years ago today, put it 2001, at a SmackDown taping in Kansas City, the Cat wrestled her final match ever on SmackDown as she challenged Ivory for the women's title. The company would release the Cat a week later. While she was let go, depends on who's telling the truth. Jerry Lawler said Vincent Mann decided to cease the right to censor angle. Others said it was her backstage attitude that led to her release. Whatever it was, Lawler followed Carter, that's, of course, the cat's real name, out the door, <clears throat> quitting in protest. Lawler returned to the WWF in November of 2001 after the invasion angle. The couple would divorce in 2003. Thirteen years ago today, we put it at 2005, the WWE presented No Way Out from the Mellon Arena in 
in your neck of the woods, J.D., Pittsburgh. Uh, 9,500 was in attendance, and just like, of course, last year, Eddie and Chalo captured more gold. Chavo once again wore the Cruiserweight title in a six-man elimination match, and Eddie, Guerrero, and Eddie Guerrero captured the tag team titles with Rey Mysterio. Sadly, this would be Eddie's last championship in the WWE until, sadly, he died nine months later in November of 05. And also, JBL defeated the Big Show in the first-ever barbed wire steel cage match to retain the WWE title. This was his first and only time in WWE history that the WWE had ever done a barbed wire steel cage match. Also, it featured an appearance by Rawls Batista after he saved Big Show from a post-match beatdown by the cabinet. Twelve years ago today, we put it at 2006, on Raw from Trenton, New Jersey, Shelton Benjamin captured the Intercontinental title over Ric Flair. Eight years ago today, we put it at 2010, Colt Cabana, known as Scotty Goldman, was released from WWE. He announced this via his MySpace. Hmm. Uh, seven years ago today, put it at, uh, let's see, 2011, WWE presented Elimination Chamber from the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. There were two Elimination Chamber matches. First off, Edge first retained his World Heavyweight title against Kane, Drew McIntyre, Wade Barrett, Rey Mysterio, and The Big Show. This is Edge's last Elimination Chamber match. Core defeated Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov to capture the tag team titles. And also, The Miz took on Jerry Lawler for the WWE title. And also, John Cena defeated Randy Orton, John Morrison, R-Truth, King Sheamus, and CM Punk in another Elimination Chamber match to become the number one contender for the WWE title. Five years ago today, I put it at 2013, Jake Hager, of course, we all remember him as Jack Swagger, was arrested and charged in Biloxi, Mississippi for speeding DUI and marijuana. All three were misdemeanors, but he could have but he could have been looking at jail time if he was convicted. Swagger still got his WrestleMania 29 bout against Alberto Del Rio for the World Heavyweight title that he won in the Elimination Chamber match, but he would be immediately put down following put down the card following the loss. He would be convicted of DUI and speeding, but was sentenced to a six-month probation, a fifth Let's see, I think it's a $15,000 fine and also ordered to participate in a substance abuse class. Hmm. And also we have some birthdays here, guys. Today would have been the 97th birthday of the original Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. And today is also a happy 75th birthday to Antonio Inoki and a happy 41st birthday to former WWE and a uh, ladies champion, Gail Kim. Who's 75, you said? I didn't hear you. You said 75. Who's 75? Antonio Inoki. Ah, the Japanese wrestler. Okay. Yes, uh, today would also have been the 97th birthday of Buddy Rogers. The original nature boy. Yes, and happy 41st birthday to Gail Kim. And uh, that's all John has from history and birthdays here for today. So, John, thank you very much. And, J.D., thank you very much there, sir, for providing us with the rest of your wrestling news and reviews for this evening. Let's take care of this one more time before we get into the big time talk of the evening. 1724-444-7444, call ID 138-055-POUND. This is episode 461 of Revolution for Tuesday, February 20th, 2018. 
Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel is here with us here this evening. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, of course, now, as we do each and every Tuesday night here, folks, we do talk about Monday Night Raw, for, of course, from the previous Monday. And our guys here always have something to say each and every each and every Tuesday night. Uh, whether whether it's something that they like or something they hate, they will say it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, my question to the gentlemen, these gentle, fine gentlemen, first is, who wants to go first? I'm here. Okay, well, yeah, but who wants to go first? I'll wait. You will wait, okay. Well, I guess John's got some stuff, but I guess I can go ahead and read uh, read uh, John's here. So, John, we'll read yours first, man. I'm sure you're still adding on to it right now, but I'll read what you got here. And John says, now it's raw time. And John said, I think he since he's in a given mood, he's going to save the gauntlet match for last. Well, okay, you'll talk about that, okay. Uh for the he said for the six ladies ta- uh, uh, late, uh, the six ladies tag match, Sasha picks up the win for her team, giving her a lot of momentum for the first ever her first ever elimination chamber match. Sasha's been in a lot of first, but she'll get used to it. And what is the alliance between Alexa and Mickey? Alexa is probably using Mickey, and for these six women, if one of them wins the Raw Women's Title, they have a date with the undefeated Asuka at WrestleMania 34, and of course is in the Big Easy, of course New Orleans. And speaking of Asuka, Nia Jax gets in a cheap shot over Asuka before their match, crushing her with three leg drops, and at least it wasn't as worse like Mabel and Yokozuna doing it to Undertaker's face in 1995. I remember that moment. But is it the end for Asuka's undefeated streak? John, would, John said he wouldn't go so far to say it just yet, but he doesn't think the streak's not going anywhere. And... Also, John says, boy, the bar can't seem to get over Titus Worldwide. Titus Worldwide have, the, have had their number, and Titus and Apollo, they've worked ext- they've worked extremely well as a team. So some of the Raw tag teams have been picking up again. But if the authors of pain come to Raw, then Vince's will start to pick up even more in the tag team division. Oh, I would agree with that, yes. John says he's fully expected Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy to wrestle at the Elimination Chamber. It should be a good match. John says, now the gauntlet match, he said that it was by far one of the best matches on Raw and one of the best matches so far in 2018. And John says, he also, you and J.D., you and him talked about it on Revisited earlier tonight. Uh, uh, he said he was very impressed with Rollins when named both Reigns and Cena until he was put down by Elias. And Rollins lasted an hour and five minutes. That, that shows you that next to Rob Van Dam, he is the second Mr. Mon- Monday Night and that showed you right there. Let's see if John has anything else he wishes to say. And John says, and what a match it was, and Braun got the victory as expected because he was the last man. What else would we would we expect but that match lasted close to two hours? Huh. That is something. Was that a Fonzie belt? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Now you know what it sounds like when Fonzie releases pressure. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. I'm joking, Fonzie. I'm joking. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, good goal. John said he thinks the only time that a match in WWE that was longer around longer around 81 minutes was Bruno San Martino and Waldo Von Erich in 1964. John said he looked at the, at the stats, and they are not wrestling independent related, seeing them WWE related. Hmm. That's interesting. Huh? Uh, whoa, not getting good, good all the time there, fun. Not bad. Uh, Home of the belt. <laughs> hey, JD. Yeah. You get my text? Uh, yeah. I'll take care of it a little bit. I'll be right back. Okay, okay JD. So, John will have to admit when 2018 is over, this match is definitely going to be in the top 20 or 25 for sure. I agree with that. I would. I mean, good, good. Good lead into an elimination chamber. Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, no. I was drinking a cold A&W. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What is that, a Mountain Dew Red? No, root beer. A, no, A&W is root beer. Oh, A&W. Oh, okay, A&W. Yeah. You switch all the time. You always you usually like Mountain Dew Red. You always. Yeah, I gotta start taking it easy off of that though. But it's but but still, once in a while, I mean. Yeah. But John says, all in all, awesome match, one of the best matches he's ever seen on Monday Night Raw. John says he's sure everyone in Phoenix was blown away. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so too. But but like I said, I think that everyone pretty much did their best probably to lead it because I know they got a big event coming up here in about six days. So I'm sure they need to try to step up their game a little bit more. Uh, they can't let go for just one second at all. Can't do that. Um, Anil, you want? You have any? Do you also have any opinions as well about last night's raw? Uh, let's see if John has anything else. John said he's excited to see what these seven men bring to the table this Sunday. Me too. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely anxious to see it. Yeah. And while we're waiting on John and John to finish up and, and Neil for any his thoughts and opinions about Raw, I would ask here, ladies and gentlemen, that you say a little bit of prayer for one of our own here on the radio network, the last kicker, Edmarie Rickenbach. Uh, last couple of days, she has uh, she has uh, been uh, a little bit under the weather here. Um, uh, she's had about two or three things go on within the last several days. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, first off, she had a little bit of a stomach bug over this past weekend. Uh, I think she's gotten a little bit over that, but now she's um, got a little bit of a, a small case of the sniffles. And she even also wasn't had been able to talk for the last uh, last uh, pretty much most of most of today. But yeah, from she told me she wasn't feeling too well. So, so I ask everyone here in the radio network, and of course all our listeners, please say a little prayer for her here, and hope she does get better. 
uh, hopefully the next several days. Um, I know we don't want we don't want to rush her recovery, but like I said, I mean we do want to we do wish her we do wish her well, of course. And and John says uh, one thing I'll say is he's excited to see what this, these seven men bring to the table this Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. But man, he tells you after after you what after seeing what he saw last night, he was blown away from the match, and he still is. And that he's all he, that's all he's going to say about Raw. And of course, we still continue to wait to see if Anil has any thoughts about. Uh, well, if Anil does anything, I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, uh, well, let me, let, me, let me take care of this, and while we'll wait for it, Neil, and JD's getting a little bit fired up here right there, and now i got to get your intro prepared, by the way, JD, so give me just a minute. But in the meantime, uh, Fonzie, any, any uh, two or three little comments you wanted to give about Raw, your opinion? Uh, yeah, the garlic match was the one of the best. Um... It was shocking. It was really shocking how uh, Seth fucking Rollins lasted in an hour and five minutes in both matches. And here comes wannabe singer from Pennsylvania, our way, Elias, took a cheap shot on Seth Rollins. And he got a victory out of it, but um, then he lost to the uh, he uh, he lost to jo- I think John Cena. Am I correct, JD? What's that? When Elias beat Seth fucking Rollins, did yeah. he did he beat John Cena? No, no, Seth pin Cena. Seth Pincina oh. earlier. Where well, was it? Yeah, Seth Pincina earlier in the uh, gauntlet match. But yeah, he's been seen a couple times, yes. Oh, okay, okay. So, alright, my mistake. John no, Cena. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> John Cena beat Seth Rollins. Then he lost to Elias. Uh, then Elias lost to The Miz. And The Miz thought he was, he thought he was a winner. And the last man, but here comes the monster of all monsters, Braun Strowman, and three three commentators said, what would you do right now if you were to miss? And they said, run. So he ran to the fans. Here comes Braun Strowman, like a monster, chased him, punched just got a hand on the back and just, like, swat and push the Miz through the steps of the the stage. And he dragged his candy, rooty, pooty ass in the back of the ring. Braun <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Strowman beat him, and he was the last man standing of all. And don't be surprised that Ron Strowman will be the number one contender to Brock Lesnar, the, the pretty boy he calls him. Um, but you know what, Braun Strowman, you're on the Suplex City Highway. So 
don't ask what you've been asking for. You'll get it. And Oscar, you better watch out to Nia Jax. But <laughs> I think Oscar will beat Nia Jax and and just fight one-on-one match instead of a triple threat match. Whoever comes out in a women's limit changer match on Sunday, and if it's Crybaby, Alyssa Bliss, or could it be one of the Riot Squads or the Boss? Um, Then they will face at WrestleMania, whoever's the champion for Oscar. Um, the bar, uh, they're on, uh, they're on, they're on numbered by the Apollo Cruz and O'Neal, uh, whatever you call it, uh, with Dana Brooks. Um, but, uh, other than that, the six women, that wasn't good. But all in that, all in that, nice watch, Chad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the hour in that, I think the gullet match was one of the best so far on Monday Night Raw. But they have to continue doing that. But... I doubt it, though. We'll see what happens after the Limit Changer match. Uh, if the crybaby with the Miz comes out, but he he's gonna be he's gonna be by himself in the cage, and his helpers, the two uh, homo whatever you can call him, the uh, I I can't say it, but I think the two two faggots. Who helps the women? Whoa! Ah, uh, they won't be out. They won't be helping him. So he's got to face one on one. So we'll see what see what he can do by himself in the cage without his boys. So uh, other than that, I think the golden match was one of the best. Uh, besides you know, the women. Uh, I say it was pretty good. I can't wait to hear the results of the limited changer matches coming this Sunday. So, and we can pass on JD. I think JD has something against Monday Night last night, but he could probably agree that the Gullet match was the best. So, let's switch it over to JD and see what he has. JD, your mic is on, buddy. <laughs> Good segue. Uh, Thanks, man. Good segue. And, uh, and JD, I, y'all, I've got to mention one quick thing. My apologies. Good good, good, good one, Fonzie. I like that. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I like my that. apologies saying the F-A-G word. <laughs> <laughs> John, I brought in some breaking news here, guys. I've got to read this. i got to go and right. get off the list here. It has to do with the next paper in Fastlane, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, uh, let, let, me go ahead, let me go ahead and read it here. Um, according to lordsofpain.net, which is, I think John does look at this site from time to time before he's told me before, um, there are several matches that have been announced already for Fastlane. There will be a tag team title match between the Usos and the New Day. 
Just hmm. going back to that. Yes. Bobby Roode will defend the U.S. title against Randy Orton. Hmm. Yes. And believe it or not, Charlotte is going to defend the SmackDown women's title against Liv Morgan. Uh, and then and Johnson and Johnson Johnson for the as far as the US title match is concerned again, don't be surprised if they stick Jinder Mahal in this match. So, so and th- there you have it there. There's a little bit of an update right there. And and Fonzie actually gave me a good opportunity gave me a, a little bit of time to get something really, really classy to prepare here for uh J D's uh, uh JD's uh, uh intro here of course. Is of course, ladies and gentlemen, a WCWS Radio Network exclusive and a WCWS Radio Network original. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. When he talks about Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live every from every Tuesday night, uh, he chills. He, he chills us to the bone. Uh, uh, of course, especially being from up north and all that, it gets very, very cold up there all the time. So. You can tell that uh, he's going to be bringing a cool wind to, 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 to the uh, to the discussion table here tonight. Of course, like we said, WWS Radio Network is once again proud to present the uh, the uh, from the Iceman Jared Girolamo. Here comes the Icebreaker. Yes, and the Icebreaker this week is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Doing the Dew, shall oh. I say? <laughs> 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 and let's tell you what last night's show, as Fonty and you so eloquently put it, here in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, what happened last night at the Talking Stick Resort Arena. By the way, nice name, but the arena. <laughs> as far as the gauntlet match goes, however, I've got to say it was, like Fonty said, one heck of a match. And as I said tonight on Attitude Radio, however, and John will back me on this, I mean, you have got to give Seth Rollins his due. I mean, he was without question the MVP of the show last night, hands down. He could have gone the entire night, however, without losing. But, unfortunately, however, after he defeated Roman, however, him and Cena had a really good match. And then, who decides to show up and kind of end Rollins' evening a little early, even though Rollins fought his tail off tooth and nail, however, was everyone's favorite guitar man himself. Yes, the man from Pittsburgh, the annoying little egomaniac that he is, everyone's very little bitch boy guitar man, Elias. Then, of course, after that, however, we see Finn Balor come in, mind you, however, as Finn eliminates him, however. But Finn is in there only for a little bit before who comes out but everyone's very little egomaniacal person with his boyfriends because, obviously, this week, Kurt Angle didn't decide to keep his boyfriends in the back the Wiz, and of course his little bitches, the Axeman himself, Curtis Axel, who again doesn't have the balls to get in the ring because apparently he doesn't want to fight anymore, however, they don't have anything for him to do, and he brought his little boyfriend with him, the Dennis Hopper of the WWE, looking like a douche as he does every week, Bo Loser Dallas. As a result, however, Miz ends up getting a cheap fluke win over Finn Balor because, obviously, the referee did not see the Wiz's little boyfriend help him, however, and get a cheap win. But just when we thought it was going to be smooth sailing for Cheese Wiz and his little boys, however, who could come out but these hands? And yes, the big bad grizzly bear himself, however, none other than Braun Strowman, however, made his life a living nightmare in hell at the same time. 
And I'm sorry to say it, however, he deserved everything that got he got last night and then some. And the Miz Taraj got everything handed to them as well from the big bad grizzly bear because they should have known better not to piss off Braun Strowman. And guess what, Howard? Look what happened at the end of the night. Miz was left laying in a heap with his boys in the center of the ring, and Braun coming out victorious here. But you know what? As I said before, you've got to give mad props, obviously, to Seth Rollins for fighting 65 minutes. I mean, this is the first time they did any special kind of match like this in quite some time. And you've got to give not only all of the wrestlers their credit they deserved, Howard, but how much time they gave this. I mean, they, this ate up two hours, and they needed to do something big to go into the Elimination Chamber by selling this. Hour. I'm surprised they went with this right out of the gate and ate up the first two hours. But like I said, at the end of the night, Heller, if there was an MVP that deserved recognition, it was Mr. Rollins. Then, of course, we go next, however, to Asuka and Nia Jax, however, mind you. And from there, of course, however, we saw Asuka talk to Renee Young before Nia Jax comes in, and Nia Jax decides to do some splashes on her and basically tell the Empress, however, of tomorrow that she is coming, however, on Sunday, however, and that she will end the streak, however, and that she will be inserted into the triple threat, however, coming up at WrestleMania. Well, we'll have to wait and see about that. The question is, is it going to happen? Well... Only time will tell. Then we go to Sheamus and Cesaro, the Bar Boys, versus the LeVar Ball, the WWE, Titus Worldwide, and Apollo Crews with Alexandria York, 1991-2017 wannabe, Dana Brooke. Yay! I'm so excited. You can tell. And, of course, Titus and Apollo end up beating the Bar Boys in a non-title matchup. Now, there's talk. They might do another match of this sort, this time with the titles on the line on Sunday. I hope it's on the pre-show, but we'll have to wait and see. Then we see a clip of Ronda Rousey in her video, of course, packaging training, however, getting ready for her upcoming debut on Sunday, so I'm looking forward to seeing her show up on Sunday and sign her contract. And it should be fun to see what she will do on Sunday. Hopefully, it will be something worthwhile. Then we go to, again, another boring segment of Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. And once again, as I've said so many times, I am tired of this feud. I am tired of this whole bit with these two. I wish this feud would just go away and just be buried already into the ground. I mean, I don't know why they continue to do this crap. This is absolutely lame in every sense of the word. But before we get to the main event and my final thoughts, however, let's talk about the biggest lame thing of the evening. Everyone's newest Hall of Famer, that's Jeff Jarrett, Mr. Kiss-Ass himself, or as I like to call him, Vince McMahon and Vince uh, Russo's little pet, if you will, however. When he said his saying, how all the time, ain't I great, however, it should be a newest saying instead of, ain't I great, it should be, I sucked ass. Because I learned how to suck ass by kissing Vince McMahon on the backside and Vince Russo to basically get my spot here this year into the Hall of Fame. I should thank them both for letting me get into the Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm sorry. I know you saw this in the brief chat, Chad, last night. Fonzie, you did not see this. I mean, I will respect everyone's opinion. We do all respect everyone's opinion. Michelle's drawers included. I know they're fans of Jeff Jarrett, and that's understandable. But tell me. How come Jeff Jarrett deserved the Hall of Fame this year, okay? Let me think about this for a minute. 
Oh, that's right. He had a little incident last year where he was so inebriated in a match, however. He walked out of a match, however, mind you, however, and basically told everyone to go basically stick it where the sun doesn't shine. And what's more, oh, let's think about this. WWE decides to sponsor him or put him into a rehab, however, and basically try to get his act in order. And that's good. I'm, not, I'm, I'm all for that. But what happens when he, while he's in rehab, however? Apparently, I guess, I don't know if he had anyone to talk to as far as wrestling that he goes following rehab or they didn't allow him to do that. But whatever the case may be, he comes out of rehab and all of a sudden, like a big ball of merry sunshine and rainbows, however, mind you, however, the WWE announces, however, we're going to put you into the Hall of Fame if you're willing to go into the Hall of Fame. Gee, I wonder how much ass did you have to suck and kiss there, Jeff Jarrett, to get your spot into the Hall of Fame this year? I'm sure quite a bit, as you had your nose basically up the backsides of everyone in the WWE just to get your spot this year. Well done, young man. Well done. Bravo. I applaud you, sir. Give me a freaking break. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about Hall of Famers who should have been in this year, we've talked about these names so many times until we're blue in the face, and I'll keep I'll mention them again. The British Bulldog, the Owen Hart, Jim Cornette, Bam Bam Bigelow, and others could have gone in this spot. But no, apparently Jeff Jarrett had to be announced last night because basically of his brown nosing and his shit don't stink smell. Go figure. I'm sorry. I think it is a total slap in the face to all these guys who should be well put ahead of Jarrett Heller, and I think WWE should be embarrassed, like I said, for putting him into the Hall of Fame. And if you want to disagree with me, fine. Agree with me, fine. I respect your opinions too, but I think he should not have gone in this year, at least not yet, or for at least a while. But no, I guess they were so desperate they had to put him in there because they didn't think, however, he would ever get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Like I said, I'm just wondering how he's going to be perceived when he gets to the Hall of Fame, when he comes back into the WWE in about five, six weeks, however, at the Hall of Fame. I'm sure the fans are going to have a nice little sponsor, but come on. I just think it's a slap in the face. And speaking of slap in the faces, let's go to the women's main event now. Sasha Banks, the huggable one, and Mickey, the country girl, versus Biscuit Butt, Fake-looking bitch, blonde whore, Mandy Rose, Sonya MMA, Cornrose DeVille, and the Wednesday coke-sniffing whore herself, Paige of Absolution. Yay! And of course, Sasha, Bailey, and Mickey end up winning. And then after the matchup, we see Mandy and Sonya, of course, the blonde bimbo, and of course, Miss Cornrose attack the boss. Bailey tries to come in. And before she gets beat down, then we see Alexa and Mickey James take out Absolution while we just see Paige, the coke-sniffing Wednesday Adams whore, outside watching everything develop. And the end shows us with Alexa and Mickey walking up the ramp together. And of course, I guess Mickey had a little smile across her face. I'm sorry, what the F was that about? Seriously, what the freaking F was that all about? I ask you. Um, all in all, it wasn't a bad match, but three matches, however, on the night, however, two of them literally lasting a total of two hours and 15 minutes, while the last 45 minutes of the show 
was clunky at best. The third hour was not that great. I'm sorry. The first two hours were good, and then they kind of trailed off from 10 o'clock on. The only thing that was somewhat decent, even though they showed a small video package of her, was Rousey. I thought they could have fought her in, at least to be in the front row to watch the show last night, but they didn't even do that, which I think was stupid. But yeah, last night was a little bit better, if you ask me, but the third hour was kind of choppy at best. But Again, I'm just going to, like I said, I've ranted so much about Jeffrey. Again, I'm going to rant one more time. I just still think that WWE totally dropped the ball here. And like I said, I hope that WWE has a couple more people lined up for this year's Hall of Fame. I don't care if it's Mark Henry. I don't care if it's Bam Bam Bigelow. I hope you look at those two maybe, possibly. As well as Owen Hart and the Bulldog, maybe James Cornette putting in this year. But like I said, if you don't put any of those guys in this year, however... And this is, and you think of other people other than Jeff Jarrett to put in the Hall of Fame, however, then WWE should be embarrassed at this year's Hall of Fame class. The only two people they got that are going to be decent in the Hall of Fame class right now, I feel, are Goldberg and the Dudleys. Other than that, this Hall of Fame class is already shaping up to be a very embarrassing class, in my opinion. Very embarrassing. And ladies and gentlemen, that was indeed WS. <laughs> Yes, all our drinks stay cold. Stay, stay cool throughout that com- that discussion. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, thank you very much, Jenny. Thank you, everyone here for giving their thoughts and opinions here. Uh, I can also report here. We did mention this a minute ago. Uh, coming from our live video feed from Party Boys fans, she has, has managed to make her way on here for sure for a brief moment here. She is a 2000, <clears throat> excuse me, 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. She is the last kicker, and Marie Rickenbach has now made it on, uh, like our live video feed from Hardy Boys fans here tonight on episode 461 of Revolution, and welcome indeed. I hope you are feeling a little bit better. <clears throat> this is me. Uh, and John... Uh, uh, J.D.? JD, uh, that's the way. That's And uh, John has also reported that now, right now on Facebook Live, is the mixed match challenge match pitting Bobby Roode and Charlotte against Apollo and Nia Jax. So we'll find that out here uh, uh, about how that match turns out here in just a few moments. Let's take care of this one. Let's take take care of this one more time. It is 10:09 p.m. Uh, Tuesday. February 20th, 2018, excuse me, 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 461 of WWS Revolution. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Rattlesnake, and Neil Patel, and the last kicker, Henry Rickenbach, is now on here with you here tonight. A uh, little programming note here, folks. Don't forget tomorrow night, of course, our Triple Threat Wednesday, as we will bring, of course, WWS outside the ropes from 6.30 to 7.30. Call ID 141-387-POUND. We'll talk about the latest pop culture news and views, as well as, of course, put JD and maybe even John may pop on there as well on in a little round of movie trivia. And there might be a little extra added incentive on that, too. It's been something that we've been thinking about, kind of a twist right here. Uh, uh, yes, indeed. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll let you know here about that here. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know more about that here tomorrow night. 
Coming up from 8 to 9 tomorrow night, 139-925-pound. Of course, it will be WWS Wrestling Debate as the Madness Kingdom. We'll, of course, talk about Raw, SmackDown, of course, Elimination Chamber coming up on Sunday. Uh, Fastlane coming up here really soon. I'm sure there'll be some more big-time talk, especially after the heated debate on uh, our Revolution Radio Facebook page about about the announcement that Jeff Jarrett was going into the Hall of Fame last night. It blew, lit up, blew up uh, 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 brighter than a Christmas tree, I believe, <laughs> last night. So uh, we can't wait to hear what all is going to be said on uh, Wrestling Debate here tomorrow night. Uh, let's say 139925 pounds for that. So be sure to go in the game for that. And, of course, and of course, I'll be back on with WWS Revolution. Once again, 138055 pound. As our live video feed will be from Top Heel, of course, a group started by our own King and W.O. Uh, latest wrestling news and views. Of course, the latest, uh, of course, the history and birthdays for tomorrow. Also, our thoughts and opinions on what took place tonight on SmackDown. And I'm sure more talk about Elimination Chamber and, of course, other stories making the rounds there as well. Plus, some, a few little, few little wrestling extras coming your way here as well. So be sure to join us for that all tomorrow night, of course, as a part of our Triple Threat Wednesday, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, and Revolution. Of course, don't miss it right here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. Home of the hits. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh Let's see, I think we could find uh, a little something here. Uh, hmm. I think I think the guys actually kind of like this right here, so we're going to try to find some more of these. Uh, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. Uh, of course, I'm talking about obviously. Would you rather? Let's see if we can let's see if we can find uh let's see if we can find a uh, a uh, interesting uh hmm let's see here hmm. okay let's see I think I uh let's see I think I did that one already yeah I did. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got another page of them right here. Um, I'm sure if, if anybody is game, we can do another round of that if you wish. Uh, JD, are you back? I'm here. Okay. Fonzie, you up for it? I'm here. Okay. Up for a round of Would You Rather? I'm here. Okay. Are you up for a game of Would You Rather? Yes. Okay. John, John, and Neil, Ann, would you like to give it a try? John said, sure. And Neil, would you like to play? And the guys want to take play, want to take part as well. And would you like to take part in it too? Excuse me while I do this. Oh, 
and we'll come back and ask Ann in just a minute here. Uh, we'll start with JD here. And uh, all right, this is just this is just random random things here, JD. So okay, that, okay, here we go. Would you rather have a partner who has contrasting religious views as you, or political views as you? <laughs> I think religion is more important, actually. Okay. Well, uh, JD, forty-eight percent feel your feel the religious views, uh, the contrasting religious views, while fifty-two percent said contrasting political views. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting, indeed. Fonzie, ready to go here, All right? Fonzie. Yeah, uh, I'm here. Okay. All right. Here, I just want to make sure you're clear, there, but okay. Here we go. It's your turn here. Would you rather go way back in time and meet your ancestors from the uh, and we're talking the pre 1800s, or go way into the future and meet your great grandchildren post 2200? That's a good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the first one. You go. You rather go back. You rather go backwards in time. Okay. All right. Let's see. Here. Well, believe it or not, Fonzie, only twenty-six percent rather would go back to the past, while seventy-four percent rather want to go into the future. Hey. Okay, John, it is your turn. Uh, uh, here we go. John, would you rather live in a world where there were no problems, or live in a world where you rule? <laughs> He'd rather live in a world with no problems. Okay. Now, I, that's not a bad answer. I like that. Uh, well, 33% said they'd rather live in a world where you rule, but 67% said they'd rather live in a world where there were no problems. That's a good choice. John, very good. good. All right, Anil, you're up next. Would you rather live in Harry Potter's world or Hmm. live the life of fame and wealth? Let's see what Anil says here. He says he'd rather live in fame and wealth because he says he's not a fan of Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Uh, believe it or not, 35% said they'd rather live in Harry Potter's world, while 65% said they'd rather live a life of fame and wealth. All right, let's see if... Uh, okay, and and they make it on, so we're going to go right back to you, J.D. Okay, here we go. Um, J.D.? Yeah. So there, JD? Yeah, okay. Okay. JD, would you rather date a celebrity of your choice or your crush or and the hottest person you and the hottest person you know? I'm gonna say the crush one. Okay. And 
And JD, I, before I before I reveal this, I will go ahead and tell you that that picture above your choice is a picture of a beautiful looking blonde girl in a bikini on the beach. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, believe it or not, thirty three percent would rather date a celebrity of their choice, while sixty seven percent would rather date their crush or the hottest person they know. There you go. Yeah. All right, Fonzie, you're up next. Hey, who here? Would you rather be able to fly or read minds? How question is that? I, I don't know uh, whoever came up with it. It was done a long time, about seven years ago, when they came up with. It. Jeez, yeah. Uh, the first one. You would rather be able to fly. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Well, believe it or not, 48% said they'd rather read minds, while 52% said they'd rather be able to fly. John, John, here you go. Would you rather get a dream vacation for two weeks or spend five days with anyone in the world, but you must stay in your hometown? And while John gives us his answer here, he he has an update for uh, the Mixed Match Challenge match. Bobby Roode and Charlotte have advanced to the first round over Apollo and Nia Jax. And all he's got to say about it is glorious. And John is going for the dream vacation for two weeks, okay? 42% said they'd rather spend five days with anyone in the world but stay in their own hometown. About 58% said they'd rather get a dream vacation for two weeks. All right. Uh, Anil, this is your famous. This, this is your famous. <laughs> J.D., blooper time. Okay. All right, Anil, would you rather be famous or the best friend of someone famous? So John has has mentioned this in the Mixed Match Challenge. The teams representing Raw, Finn Balor and Sasha Banks, Asuka and The Miz, and Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss for Raw, like we said. And from SmackDown, the team of Jimmy Uso and Naomi, Lana and Rusev, and Bobby, and Bobby Roode and Charlotte for SmackDown. There you go. That's it. Anil said he'd rather be the best friend of someone famous rather than be famous himself. Okay. Well, Anil, 61% said they'd rather be famous, while only 39% rather be the best friend of someone famous. And i got to tell you something funny. There's, there's a lot of folks who have actually commented on these answers when they voted, right? Well, three years ago when someone answered this, it was, a, it was someone from Pennsylvania, did not say who, said, as long as the friend is not Justin Bieber. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, J.D., you're back up. Yep. Okay. Uh, J.D., would you rather have everlasting fame and fortune and nothing else or be with your love and nothing at all? Be with my love and nothing at all. Thirty-one percent said they'd rather have everlasting fame and fortune than nothing else. Sixty-nine percent said they'd rather 
be with their love and nothing at all. There you go. Nice job, J.D. Very nice. Bonzi, here you go. Yes. Would you rather win the lottery or live twice as long? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say both, but I have to choose one. Yep. I'm going to hit the lottery. <laughs> lottery. Well, believe it or not, 42% said they'd rather live twice as long. 58% said they'd rather, rather, they'd rather win the lottery. There you go. Uh, okay, let's see here. We'll go to the next one here. John. Uh, let, me, let me get him here. Uh, okay. John, here is your here is yours. <clears throat> no, that's not that. <laughs> okay. John, would you rather be the smartest person or the hottest person? John said he'd rather be the smartest person. 54% said they'd rather be the hottest person, while only 46% said they'd rather be the smartest person. All right, Anil, you're up next. Anil, would you rather be the richest person on the planet or immortal? Oh. Where'd you go? I went to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for my headphones, and I finally found it. And I was like, where'd you go? JD, yeah. Are you gonna? Are we gonna? Are we gonna do that real quick after? After this thing? Go, go after this chat. I'm. I'm. I'm all for it. Okay. Do what? I got uh, something to say after after whoever is up right now. So. Okay. All right. All right, and Neil said he'd rather be immortal. And we'll see here. 54% said they'd rather be the richest person on the planet, while only 46% said they'd rather be immortal. Before we go before we go to the next one here, uh, 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 just, just received, just received a, 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 quick, uh, a quick request here by Fonzie. He wanted to... I mentioned something here, um, so let's go ahead and see what uh, Fonzie had to say. We take a break from the little from the little would you rather stuff we're doing right now. Uh, Fonzie, uh, you wish to have the floor? Please go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I thought I had a little bad news today, uh, but. Thank God. I don't know who was watching tonight. Um, 
I told you about my my ex, my friend Tina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, luckily, somebody was watching uh, from the boss. Um, she almost will say almost suicidal this evening. Oh. Okay. Um, I found out tonight that she almost was one step away from going under the bridge in the river. Okay. Uh, I don't know who was watching. Thank God. Thank God she's okay. Um, I told her that she is need anybody to talk to. I'm here. Well, please, after this show, J.D., would you do me a big favor for me? Honestly, uh, after I get off the show, ask uh, if Chad, John, and whoever is on the show, uh, text me uh, because I want to get a nice good well card for my friend and um, <clears throat> I want... Chad to say something, he can text me what to say, and I can have somebody write it for me. Uh, I appreciate it. JD, you can get Chad my cell number, John my cell number. Please, I'd like to send a goodwill card and think of you, whatever it is I, I pick out, what card. Um, I really, if not a card, a nice piece of paper I can do and you know, make it as a nice card. And I can mail it to my friend And because I told her that on the show that I did a lot of prayers from my good buddies of mine. Um I like to write it, have somebody write it for me, and I want to send it. Uh, J.D., you can give my cell number to Chad. He can text me what to say. And John, um, Neil, uh, Emma, whatever. Please, this is a very important for me and very important for her. Um Please, if you could do that, J.D., I'll, I'll appreciate that. And she'll appreciate it, and uh, hopefully she'll be okay. Um, I will talk to her tomorrow. I try to keep in touch with her. Uh, I just found this out today, and it was like a little shocking, but thank God Thank uh somebody was watching and tapped her on the shoulder that that she didn't do that. And because it would have really hurt me and I would have lost a best friend, uh a sister, um, my ex fiance, whatever. Uh 
Please, JD, if you can do that, uh, I appreciate that. You guys, if you could just text me what to say, and I can have my one of my friends write it for me tomorrow, and I can just mail it out, and I'll be done with it. Um, and by the way, I thought I thought me. And JD were having uh, a championship match tonight, but we could do it tomorrow night if he's up to it. I heard it, and I will accept. For tomorrow night? Yep. Okay. Okay, okay. yes. Uh, I, I did not know when match was originally scheduled, so uh, we'll, uh, I will make one we'll It make was for his title. It was for his title he uh, uh, defend to Michelle or was uh, yeah no it was uh, John I think it's for your US bill no no mine his he oh, wait, 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 wait a minute JD was it one that uh, was it was it one that JD hasn't um, thrown out there yet no, he did. He beat John. Which belt? Which belt was it? Uh, JD, what belt was it, JD? Was it the GC? It was the ROH. I think the ROH belt. Yeah. Well, you were going to challenge me for my rematch. Your rematch for my U.S. title, remember? That's right. Yeah. But I want to challenge you for your title. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you got well, JD's got several, so I mean that's. Uh, I think it was the ROH title. Okay, well, and you presently have you presently have that one. Is that is that correct? JD. JD does. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay, dude. So tomorrow, so we'll we'll, we'll do it this way here. Tomorrow night, here, ladies and gentlemen, on the Wednesday edition of WWS Revolution, we will have another trivia championship matchup here pitting as the Iceman will defend the ROH US World Heavyweight Championship against the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Can Fonzie add another belt to his, to his accomplishments here? Of course, already holding the WWS United States belt. Can he add the ROH US World title? We'll have to wait and see what happens. And we'll have that here tomorrow night, right here on uh, on Revolution. And, uh, J.D., I, as for what Fonzie said here, uh, we, of course, are very thankful that uh, nothing did nothing, – uh, uh, nothing severe came out of this. It all, all ended on good. It all came out great on good on on, on wonderful terms. And uh, we'll uh, I'll pass along a message to JD and JD. You can pass along my mess my uh, uh, my my um, um, what I was for, for what to put in Fonzie's little card in Fonzie's card. Um, you can uh, you can actually send that to. Fonzie, and then he can put that in there, like I said, on the, you'll be kind of acting on my behalf there, J.D. So there you go. Okay, J.D.? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll send what I was, what, because uh, Fonzie had asked us to, to send him, uh, send, send a few words and all for this card that he's making. Okay. I, I, will, I will send my message to you, and you can send it to him via, right. um, yeah, Facebook and all that. So uh, mm-hmm. you can speak on my behalf on that yep. too, please. All right, thank you very much. And Fonzie, thank you. Our thoughts and prayers still continue to stay with your your best friend. Thank you. Yes.
that was that would be so much grateful for me that anybody could do that and you know and just keep the prayers up for me, keep on saying it and hopefully by the end this could be over with. That's all. Well, we uh we definitely uh we we definitely uh uh, we definitely would hope so. Uh, let's see. Uh, and uh, well, before we continue, before we continue on with, uh, uh, before we continue on with our uh, with our with our would you rather fest right here, guys. Uh, Let's. Uh, I'll go ahead and turn things once again back over here to, to uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, let uh, JD give you a couple, a couple of quick uh, things that. Uh, um, um, give you all the information here. Plus, also give us some other thoughts that he might want to. Uh, um, that he might want to bring up here to everyone's attention here as well. So, uh, JD, please go ahead and proceed. Uh, and I will return here in just a few moments. All right. And I'm trying to think, what did he ask now? What did he ask me? Uh, <laughs> you got me, JD. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're watching ESPNU right now. Who, me? Yeah. No, why? What up? Pits on. Oh, pits on? Yeah, check, and sc- check the score real quick. Uh, I'm downstairs. I'm doing... Some stuff. I'll check, I'll, I'll check the score. I'll check the score. See how bad they're yeah. getting killed tonight by Wake Forest. <laughs> We're losing probably, right? Uh, my, my guess is, yeah, probably. Let's see. <laughs> what else is new? It is. I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, live score update. Here we go. We will get an update here on the score. It is. Da, 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 da. Okay. I'm an update here. What the hell? I need an update here. Bear with me here. Hold on. No, no, no. no. Oh, here we go. Uh, I guess, I don't know if they just finished it or not, however. Uh, Pitt was up 12 at halftime, and they lost again by four. By four. Boy. Unbelievable. 0-15. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's embarrassing. Wait a minute. Hold on. Look. Wrong date. Wrong date. You are. Did you Google? I was was, was the wrong score. Whoops. Wrong score. That was the wrong score. Bloop. That's a blooper reel. Did you Uh, Google... Uh... What you call it? Um... Oh, they play tomorrow night. 
They play tomorrow night. They play who? Pitt? Yes, tomorrow. I was wrong. Tomorrow again? Uh, no, no. I was on the wrong date. Oh. Um, yeah, tomorrow night. Google that. Uh, what, what we talked about, remember, the other day? About. Uh, oh, no, she's thing. Yeah, I'll check it out in a sec. Yeah, I will. I'll... I think this is his first year, J.D. I'm pretty sure. All right, I'll check. But, uh, but going, into the, game, but going into the game tomorrow night, here's your story. Okay. Wake Forest is 10-17. and 17. Pitt is eight and twenty. Eight and twenty. Yeah. Oh God. Oh. That's a bad. I think Stallings is his first year, JD. I think. Hold on, I'll take him in. Yeah. Kevin Stallings, however, uh, let's see here. I'm looking at Wikipedia here. Record twenty-first matching loss looms for Pitt. Yeah, but. It, is this, is this the first season? Is this, is this no, coach? since 2016. He's been here since 2016. 2016? Yep, because he coached 17 years at Vandy. I knew that. Yeah, he got hired at he got hired in March of 2016. However, so he uh, last year he went. Yeah, he went, yeah. Here's his record second so far. Year, right? This this is his second year. Yeah. So last year he went one game below 500, but they went four and 14 in the conference, tied for 13th. They're eight and 20 this year, 0 and 15 in the ACC this year. That's that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And you know what's so sad is he took this team at Vanderbilt, however, because he coached them 99 till 2016, 17 years. He took them to the Sweet 16, however, twice. He took them to the NIT second round twice. The first round of the NIT twice, Howard. The third round, his best year was 2011 and 2012, Howard. Since he got to Pitt, Howard, he's won 24 and 37 with a winning percentage of 39%. In conference play, this is going to make you laugh, 4 and 29. 4 and 29? Yeah, in two years so far in the ACC. Yeah. Wow. That's embarrassing. That's yeah. Embarrassing. And especially oh. not the, and I'm looking at his record before that. And then, and then thing is, you're gonna laugh at this though, okay? He coached yeah. Illinois State, however, from 1993 through 1999, he won 123 games and lost 63, 66% in the Missouri Valley Conference, okay? Conference-wise, he won 75 and 33 with a winning percentage of 69 percent. He made it to the NIT second round twice in the first and second round. First, uh, his last two years, his best year, 1997-98, Howard Illinois State, when they went 16 and two in the conference and 25 and six. Wow. His best year at Vandy was 09 and 010, however, and then 2011 and 2012. Before yeah. he left Vandy, however, he made it to the NCAA first four his next to last year in the NIT quarterfinals. Tower. He finished fourth, sixth, tied for fifth, sixth. He tied for third in the Eastern Division twice, however. Third in the East, tower, second. Actually, four times he finished third, and then once in second place, tower, and made it to the Sweet 16, 06, 07. He hasn't done shit here since he got here. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> no, we're just talking about how bad uh, Pitt's basketball team. I mean, we've talked before how bad it is. So you're going to laugh at this. This is just going to make you cringe. Fonzie, we're talking about it. So far, this guy Kevin Stallings in two years has won 24 out of 37, 39 percent conference-wise. 4 29 the ACC. 
They're eight and twenty this year, last place this year, and they have not won a game in fifteen games this year in the ACC. My goodness, it's embarrassing. It's a freaking yes, it embarrassing. Is. Yes, it is. Well, guys, we're going to switch gears on the Would You Rather. to something a little bit more silly. Oh, this would be good. So forgive me. <laughs> so forgive me here if uh, if a lot of these, you know, you get. Uh, and I know that I know that that some of these. I think I can go ahead and tell you right now that some of these, but uh, that uh, you wouldn't pick either one of the of the possible two, of the two courses they had. But for the sake of argument here, I ask that you just try at least try to just pick out something. All right. So make it fun. And JD, you get to start it off again. So oh, we did all the <laughs> Okay, hey, here we go, JD. Uh, forgive me, for, forgive me for the following one here. Sure. Would you rather poop out four hundred thousand gallons of mayonnaise <laughs> or a shuriken or a ninja star? A what? A ninja? What they call a shuriken or like a ninjas? Well, like ninjas, little little stars that ninjas. Oh, stars. ninja stars. Ah, uh, no comment. Okay, but you got to you got to pick one though. Oh, damn it. No, you wouldn't pick either one, but you got to pick one. I am ashamed to admit this, but I would do Ninja Stars, I guess. You would rather poop out a, a Ninja Star. Yeah. <laughs> well, believe it or not, JD, only twenty-seven percent would do the same thing you would, but seventy-three percent would rather poop out four hundred thousand gallons of mayonnaise. Yeah. Well, oh. And someone commented on saying, crap on people's sandwiches, he'd be a world-class hero. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fonzie, I'm a, I feel bad for you already. Oh, uh, here we go. Jeez. And forgive me, J.D., I did not come up with this. <sighs> okay. Would you rather Would you rather eat chocolate pudding that tastes like crap or crap that tastes like chocolate pudding? Oh, God. <laughs> Either. If I had to choose, probably the first one. Chocolate pudding that tastes like crap, okay. Well, believe it or not, only 48% would eat that, while 52% said they'd rather eat crap that tastes like chocolate pudding. Oh, okay. Okay. John, John, I feel very bad for you about about, about Sarah. Oh, God, I'm about to puke. Oh, oh. Seriously, God, I about chumped up when I read this one. Excuse me for a minute. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. I'm just not going to look at it. And John, I hope you can hear me. Would you rather drink a cup of your mom's period blood <gasps> or, a cup, or a cup of your dad's spurt? Neither. <clears throat> That's John's. I don't know if I neither, bro. Oh, no, 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 yes. Bro, I, seriously, you need to see the video on Hardy Boys fans right now. You need to see how my reaction to this. Oh, God. I'm about puke, guys. I'm serious. Yeah, me too. You know what, John? I don't blame you. Let's skip that one. But we had to choose... Forty-three percent would rather would rather give from their mom. Fifty-seven cent from their dad. Oh God! 
Okay. Guys, I'm sorry. John, I apologize. I'm going to give you this one right here. This one's a little bit better. Give me some, oh, man. Would you, ra- would you rather your daughter had no friends or was a slut? <laughs> That's what she said. Whoa! Why you do that? I'm, I got to give you something to drink, guys. I got to drink me something. Sorry. Oh. John said he would rather have his he would rather his daughter was a slut. What? <laughs> Sick freak. <laughs> well, fifty five percent said they'd rather have the daughter have no friends, but only forty five percent they'd rather have their daughter be a slut. Oh, John, 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 John. John, you, John, you sick freak. Uh, thank you, uh, Anil. I don't even know if I should do this one or not. I I don't know. Anil, forgive me, my friend. <laughs> but, but 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 just just for the sake of the sake of argument here on these guys, just, I'm gonna say it that way from now on, okay? Just for the sake of argument, okay? Just for the sake of the question, okay? Anil, here you go. Would you rather go down on your grandpa or have your grandma go down on you? Oh my God! <laughs> What's wrong with these people? I know. Are you kidding me? Holy shit, are you kidding me? Jake Arrieta's going to leave Chicago? No way he's going to leave it. That's the Neil's question there, John. Uh, actually, the reason why John said the answer to the last question he said is because uh, if his daughter was the cash-me-outside girl, oh, my God. What? What are you saying, you sick freak? <laughs> That's what I want to know. God damn, John. Anil, Anil, I'm sorry, my man. You got to give me something. Yeah, I was... Well, I can't say the percentage. I can't say the numbers until you got to pick either one. Oh, you guys got to hear this, though. This is pretty wild. Just when you thought the PGA couldn't have any more excitement, however... This one guy did, however, at the Minnesota Golf Show last week. He took a home a $75,000 boat and $25,000 in cash by sinking a 120-foot pot. Pot, mind you. No one had ever done it before. How far was it? 120 feet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to choose one here, and forgive me, guys. I'm going Anil will not do either one. I don't blame you, Anil, at all. Left well, number pick, guys. Forgive me. I'm not looking at this while I'm choosing. I'm gonna watch this right now. This is incredible. Oh my God! I landed on the one about your grandma. Oh my God. Okay. It's a hundred grand we're talking. Okay. Twenty-six percent they'd rather go down on their grandpa, but seventy-four percent would rather have their grandma go down on them. Oh, dear God. <laughs> That's incredible. That is incredible. I got a hand I got a hand to that guy. That is incredible. No one Okay. Is no. Oh, really? oh man. All right, John, I mean JD, here you go. Yeah. Uh Um, give me uh Okay, let me see here. Where is it? Okay, JD, would you rather have a severe hammer toe or holes in your fingers? 
Oh, I'll go with the hammer toast. Hammer toast, okay. 41% said they'd rather have the hammer toast. 9% said they'd rather have holes in their fingers. Okay, well, oh, Ann just hit me up here. Let me give Ann this one here. Let me give Ann this next one here. Okay. Okay, Ann um, is back in here with us. Uh, sweetheart, forgive me. Uh, Ann, would you rather pee every time you stand up or poop every time you sit down? <laughs> I didn't come up with these questions. Oh my god. That's funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> you think that's where there's I'm gonna read several more after the eleven o'clock hour that y'all might find extremely funny. And the funny thing about this guy though, he was a pilot, he was forty nine when he sank this hundred K pot too. Go figure. Oh, Wow. Like I said, it's on CBS Sports. It's, it, it's incredible. He didn't, I mean, he hit it, and he was looking straight at it. Everyone's cheering him, and he didn't know how far it was until he, he realized. I mean, he was watching the whole way, but he had, he turned off to the side for a minute just to look over his, who's behind him, and then they, and all of a sudden he was cheering, and he made it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Sure, my goodness. 120 feet, that's pretty damn good. You got that right. Anne said she would rather pee every time she stood up. 24% they'd rather poop every time they sit down, but 76% said they'd rather pee every time they stand up. Okay, there you go. All right, let's see who was next. Uh, uh, oh, gosh, who was... Uh, uh, I think, J.D., I think you were up next. I, I think we got a Neil, then Anne came into the mix, so... J.D., you're up next here. J.D. J.D. I think he wouldn't have took the final in the Super Bowl. No, I'm here. Uh, J.D.? Uh, J.D., which, would, which do you prefer, the chest or the butt? JD. Yeah, I said chest. Oh, you said chest. Okay, I did not. I did not hear you. He prefers the chest. Forty-four percent prefer the chest. Fifty-six percent prefer the butt. And JD Ann wanted me to ask you a question. Hmm. Did you hear anything at all about? She said something about Louisville. Yeah, today they got their 2013 uh, championship taken away from them. And uh, it they, they will no longer be around. Uh, it is not going to happen. Right. Oh, my goodness. I'm sending you this thing right now so you can take a look. I'm sending you and Nell and, and this uh, thing, this video. Like I said, you guys see this okay. video. This Thank is you, incredible. I'll take a look at it here in just a bit. Uh, Fonzie, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, have mercy, man. This is bad. Uh, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to warn you right now. Uh, Fonzie, I'm warning you right now. Would you, Jay, uh, Fonzie, would you rather do anal with three giant scorpions until your anus is ripped off? Oh, God. 
<laughs> or get a BJ from a shark. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, uh, JD, what would you de decide on that? Neither. JD. Yeah. Who would you? Who would you do? What? What's the thing? Okay. All right. Fonzie's thing, JD, is: Would you rather do anal with three giant scorpions until your anus is ripped off, <laughs> or get a BJ from a shark? Uh, let's just say probably I think a shark would want to chomp down on that member, so I'm not going to go with that one. We'll go with the first one. We'll go with the scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't agree on that one. You're going, you're going to do what, Fonzie? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, what JD said, the first one. One of that, scorpions. Well, yeah. only 33% said they'd rather do anal with the scorpions, but 67% rather they have, have a BJ from a shark. Oh, my God. I can picture it now. Yeah, Jaws. Come on, Jaws. Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, John. I feel I feel really bad for you. This, this, oh, God. John, would you rather sleep with the hottest woman you know, freshly dead, or the, ugliest, or the ugliest, smelliest woman still alive and kicking? Oh, dear. <laughs> dear God. Dear. Katie Vick, ring a bell, John? <laughs> and there, you know, you know what? As Fonzie put it, who in the crap comes up with this? Thing? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> Whatever it is, has got a perverted mind. That's all I can say. <laughs> He's got a dirty mind. John says Ted Bundy ain't got nothing on him. He'd be sleeping with a dead woman. What? You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> JD, you won't say or should I? You sick. You sick freak. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, 78% would rather sleep with the hottest woman freshly dead rather than 22% with the ugliest, smelliest one who was still alive. Oh, dear God. I, I literally, when I was about to read that other one, guys, I rather I about got. God, I'm gonna think about it now. God, I'm about to get it again. Anil, would you rather eat a pube sandwich, oh, or drink a vomit milkshake? Oh, God. Oh, God is right. Can someone please give me the bar fat right now? Ah. And remember, go on complain, guys. The website is www.rrrather.com. You want to go complain to that website. That's where it came from. All right, Neil will not is not going to go for either one of them here. Uh, 
And I'm, I'm going to be the same way. I'm I'm almost in the same boat he is. So you're not yeah, giving I'm, me to answer this one. Uh uh-uh, uh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to pick one here. All right, I picked the sandwich. Oh God. You really had to do it, didn't you? Uh, well, we well. As they say, inquiring minds want to know. I'm not one. <laughs> yeah, that's the name. Seventy-six percent would rather eat the sandwich. Twenty-four percent they'd rather drink the milkshake. Oh dear God. <laughs> And you're the one that you're the one that wanted to do this. So uh, I'm about to I'm about to hurl. Yeah, more yeah. As you say, GD. I hate to hate to hate to uh, I hate to do uh, the thunder, but uh, in more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah. And would you rather have sex with? A consenting nine-year-old or your own consenting sister? Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> now, that, now, that's taking it to the... That's, that's taking definitely far. taking it beyond that extreme. That's that taking it beyond too, extreme. Is, I mean, come on. Damn it. Okay, well, I'll have to choose again. Anne's not going to take either one. Okay. Okay, good. It, it hit on the sister instead of the nine-year-old. Good. Thirty-three percent said they'd rather have sex with a consenting nine-year-old. By sixty-seven percent said they'd rather have, have sex with their own consenting sister. Hmm. Oh God. Okay, JD. Damn it. Yeah. <sighs> here comes the pain. Yeah. Here comes the here comes the puke. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. JD, would you rather eat a used tampon or a liter of diarrhea? Pass. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna bother this. I can't. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm gonna give you another one, JD. We're gonna skip that. Thank you. Yes, JD. Would you rather watch your parents doing it a thousand times or join in once? That's even worse. Pass. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. There's got to be something worse. I mean, Jesus, this is this is painful. I mean, you know what? Hmm. <laughs> now you're feeling it. it. Now you're feeling it. Okay. I'm getting off of it. Oh, God. I'm gonna try to find some funny ones, but not that that's extreme. funny. Yeah. Uh, funny. How about funny clean? How about funny that? clean yeah. would be good. Yeah, I agree. Whoa. Uh, that calls for a pouch. Right. Yeah. That 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 released a little something. All right. Uh, okay. Would you rather questions that are clean and inoffensive? There you go. Okay. okay. Uh. Let me. Let me. I mean, I mean, I'm hoping that these, hopefully these are ones that we can find out some answers to because I, uh, okay, okay, this might be better. These might be better. Okay, there's 15 of these. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, all right, JD, we'll start you off here with this right here. Okay. Uh, 
no, wait a minute. That's that's not one I told on. I want to have ones that I can choose which ones. Or how about maybe more make it more easy? How about ones for kids, teens, and adults? Okay. Oh, I I love this website, icebreakerideas.com. <laughs> name that for me, I like it. Yeah, name 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 for JD. Yeah, JD, they have your they have your logo up beside the words icebreaker ideas. It's a light bulb. Oh, and we can tell you next week, ladies and gentlemen, however, that this will be official. However, Ruby Ride will challenge will challenge, will face Naomi next week. However, mind you, however, in Los Angeles. Oh. That has been announced. Okay. Ruby Ride's going to challenge uh, Charlotte. Also, let's just say, Buddy Murphy wins his first match, however, and now he will face the winner of Ali Gallagher in two weeks. Drew Gulak will meet Mark Andrews. Kalisto will meet Roderick Strong next week. And TJP will take on Cedric Alexander in the second round. Uh, Grand Relic and Lynn Dorito did defeat Kalisto. Versus Johnny and Jimmy Boots and Tights. <laughs> on the 205 Live tonight. But uh, we now know Buddy Murphy now will move to the second round, however, as he won with the pump handle slam. And, of course, we have two more matches set for next week. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Give me just a second here while I try to find... I'm not finding any like I found before here. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, where is about all the ones I'm finding here? They're not letting me. Uh, it's not letting me come up with a percentage percentages here. Uh, well, let's try to find some funny ones here. Uh, uh, hmm. No, I'm not going to do that again. Uh, let's see. Okay, it's not let me. Okay. Well, oh, shoot. Some of these I'm finding, guys, I'm, I'm sorry to say, are not ones like I just did a little while ago here. So, uh, um,. While you're doing that, I'll be back in a second. Okay. All right, while I'm taking a gander at this, folks, let me give you this one more time. 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 461 of WWS Revolution, Tuesday, February 20th, 2018. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, uh, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, here is with us is with us here this evening. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, well, well, I tell you what, I'm gonna do these right here, but these are these don't have the percentages like the others do. This is just going to be just. We're going to let everyone just give their give their own opinions about it. That's all. Okay, we'll do it, do it that way. Um, while JD step away, Fonzie, I'll let you. I'll. Uh, 
Um, I'll let you go first here. You can uh, give a give your take here on this. Ponzi. Yeah, I'm sure. Stop. Okay. Okay. Well, this, these don't these don't have the percentages on it, Fonzie. So you don't have to worry about these. But this is a, just your own opinion about these questions. Okay, just your own opinion. Um, Fonzie, would you rather be always be ten minutes late or twenty minutes early? Is it again? I'm sorry, didn't hear you. I'd say, well, what was it? Would you rather always be ten minutes late? Or twenty minutes early. Twenty minutes early. Okay. And, is, and, that, and then remember, this is just your opinion. We're not doing the percentages again. Okay. So, okay. Uh, JD, are you back with us? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John, this is just your opinion here. Next one here. Would you rather lose all your money and valuables, or all of the pictures you have ever taken? He'd rather lose all of his money. Okay. Uh, Anil, would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? <laughs> what question is that? Well, like these these are would you rather questions, but these are not like the ones we were doing with the percentages. So. Yeah, I thought, what the hell? But yeah, this is just but this is just everyone's opinion this time around. So, so everybody else's opinion. So this is our own opinion. And watch as father goes. Yeah, I about I can't believe I about puked three times. Anil, Anil, let me read this again. Anil, would you rather be able to see ten minutes into your own future, or ten minutes into the future of anyone other than yourself? I'm back. Okay. Uh, JD, what we're doing is is that we're I'm just reading off some and then everybody's just leaving their own opinion about it instead of me having right. to read percentages and all. I'm okay. trying to rec- I'm trying to recover from that last one here, so I'm sure I'm, you uh, are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all go back to look at the video on uh Hardy Boys fans, y'all can see I I almost literally you mm-hmm. Yeah. And Neil would rather see 10 minutes into his own future. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Anne's getting ready to go here. Uh, uh, and um, we'll we'll thank you for coming on. And uh, get better. Uh, it, by all means, please get better. And uh, I'll uh, I'll I'll give you a buzz here in a bit. If that's okay. We'll talk at you here. Here soon.
<clears throat> Thank you for coming on there. The last kicker had Marie Rickenbach, of course, still recovering from her, her little little illness. Uh, okay, JD, you're we're, we're back. We're, we're taking it back over to you now. Okay. JD, would you rather be famous when you're alive and forgotten, and forgotten where when you die or unknown? Oh, hold on, let, let, me read, let me read that again. That didn't come out right. Hold on. Okay. Would you rather be famous when you are alive mm-hmm. and forgotten when you die mm-hmm. or unknown when you are alive but famous after you die? I would say the latter. You would say, okay, so it would be what, unknown when you are alive but famous after you die? Yeah. Okay, all right. Fonzie, uh, would you rather go to jail for four years for something you didn't do or get away with something horrible you did, but always live in fear of being caught. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to go to the second one. <laughs> get away with something horrible you did, but always live in fear of being caught. Okay. Okay, John, would you rather accidentally be responsible for the death of a child or accidentally be responsible for the deaths of three adults? And I think Ann says she's going to stick around for just a little bit more, so she's still with us, okay? Uh, John said he doesn't want to kill anyone, but it'd be an accident. (laughs) Well, John, which one? Responsible for the death of a child or the deaths of three adults? And, John, it's not your fault, Howard Klosnitsky. It's not my fault. Although I like to smell shoes. Uh, but he would actually be the death of three adults, actually. Uh, oh. Anil, would you rather your shirts always be two sizes too big or one size too small? Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. And Anil, this is your own opinion, bud. This is not anybody else's. It's just your own. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's have one grip. Love it. Pardon me. Do you have any gray poupon? I think even better. You know, my favorite one is the the all fruit. Will you mm-hmm. please pass the jelly? <laughs> yeah. Everybody just drops their stuff. <laughs> please pass the palander all fruit. Will you please pass the jelly? Ah! And Neil says one size too small. It would be funny if I even fit in that size shirt. <laughs> okay. Uh, and here, here's Anne's still back, still with us here. Uh, and here, here is uh, yours right here, my dear. Would you rather live in the wilderness, far from civilization? Or live on the streets of a city as a homeless person. I don't wish the homeless. I don't wish the homeless thing on anybody. No. No. Pardon me. Would you have any gray poupon? 
<laughs> Anne says she would rather live in the wilderness far from civilization. And this is the best thing you're going to love out of this one. Pardon me, would you have any gray poopaw? Thank you. Are you putting gray poopaw on a wiener? No, no, it's not a wiener. <laughs>
do it. We'll do. We'll do. Let Ann do one more. Then we'll we'll close it out for tonight, guys. As we're getting a little bit late here, so. Yeah. And here's yours right here, my dear. You'll close it out for tonight. We'll do some more of these tomorrow night on the. And Ann, I think, had to leave. So JD, I'm gonna let you go ahead and close it out right here. Uh, JD, would you rather have an easy job working for some or someone else, or work for yourself but work incredibly hard? I would work for myself and work incredibly hard, I would say. Okay. All right there. So I found some, I found a good one right here. Well, we might, we might do this and probably try this one again tomorrow. Uh, of course, if we do have a little bit of time, but of course we'll definitely be having our uh, our uh, having, an, of course, our uh, now as we just announced a little while ago, ladies and gentlemen, a ROHUS World Heavyweight Championship matchup under wrestling jeopardy rules, as the Iceman Jerry Drama will defend against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and Fonzie Fonzie's belt is not on the line in this match. I will tell you that right now. Yes. Uh, gentlemen, anything else? Does anyone else wish to add anything before the night's over with? Actually, anything? there is one. Yes, there. Hold on, there is one. Hold on. Okay, all right. And I will say it. Pardon me. Do you have any great pawn? <laughs> yes, and it even has wine. Tonight's uh, show has been brought to you by Grey Poupon. Yes, it even has wine. <laughs> what a life's finer pleasure. <laughs> and on a wiener, no less, too. A wiener. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, my Lord. Here we go. Here we go. Now we've heard it. As I just now announced, ladies and gentlemen, the ROHUS World Headway Championship will be decided between JD and Fonzie tomorrow night. Anne has challenged the winner. Mm, all right. So, uh, JD, uh, watch over your shoulder. Anne is coming for either one of you. So, uh, very careful. So, uh, on that note here, gentlemen, I, I do, um, this has been, of course, episode 461 of Revolution Year for tonight. <coughs> Join us, of course, tomorrow night, like I said, for Outside the Ropes from 630 to 730, 141-387-pound, uh, wrestling debate. Uh, tomorrow night, 8 to 9, of course, which will be uh, 139-925-pound. And, of course, Revolution, 138-055-pound, where, of course, we'll be talking about SmackDown Live, uh, the latest wrestling news and views, and also some history and birthdays. And then, of course, like I said, J.D. versus Fonzie for the ROHUS World Heavyweight Championship under Wrestling Jeopardy rules. For the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and, of course, <clears throat> the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight. And we'll join you here, of course, for our Triple Threat Wednesday uh, tomorrow here on TalkShoe.com. Revolution is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here today. Take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. Good night, everyone. And have a, and, and God, take care. Have a great evening. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.